Hello, everyone. It's your friend, Earn, back for another Chew the Bible episode. Man, it's been a long day. It is officially, what is it? It's March 17th, March 17th, March 17th. Wow, we're already a little over halfway through. We're not in, yeah, we're about halfway through with this month. Hope everyone that was supposed to get their stimulus checks got y'all stimmies. Uh, I, I got mine hit yesterday, but uh, yeah, I went ahead and did the responsible thing. Um, gave God his part and then sent the sent a, um, a good chunk of it over to the the kids, kids. Yes, cause child support don't sleep, but hey. Hey, hey, it's part of the part of the process, part of the process. Part of the process. So what's weird, what's weird is like at first I was complaining that that first round of steamies that went out, I was mad because like they sent that joker right over to my former wife and the kids and then this round the last two rounds they went to me but i was like you know what go on send it over you guys gotta go over there eventually anyway so this is just for all you brothers out there who running from you know the child support man it's gonna catch up with you at some point so handle it handle it handle it do what you gotta do i've been in this car i was in this car for 12 hours driving making these deliveries it's like lord i need another hustle but hey Something about this driving, making these deliveries is therapeutic. So for the season I'm in of my life, I think a lot. I listen to my audio Bible a lot. I, like A lot of times I pray, I play music, or I talk to friends and encourage them in the seasons that they're in. So it is what it is. Anyway, all right, let's jump right into it. Today we're going to be talking about more about Jacob. And yeah, the deceiver gets deceived. More gimmicks, more tricks. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the people that take the time to listen to this, God. God, I'm just a vessel, Lord. That's all I am. I'm a conduit. Um, I'm, you're the vine. I'm the branch. Uh, you're the potter. I'm the clay. So right now, I just thank you, Lord, you give me this opportunity to just read your word, to spread your word, to encourage others, Lord, to draw closer to you and to dive deep in your word and really read it, study it, not just see it as like a textbook or just something ancient from years ago, Lord, but something that actually is alive, breathing, basic instructions before leaving earth. That's that's what the acronym is. And it's so true. These are real basic instructions, even though. It's, we're made to think of it as complex or I just thank you Lord that your word is complex enough that we'll never get tired of it but it's simple enough for even a child to understand and to look in the mirror and realize um, this, these laws, this truth, all this stuff was already written on our heart but it's just being revealed through your word so in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God so I thank you God I just thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For all that you've done, all that you're going to do. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.
All right, here we go. Chapter 29. Jacob meets Rachel. Once again, I'm going to keep with this format while I just read and just comment as I go. I realize, like, if I read every single chapter in here, like, read it once and then read it again a second time and, and analyze it, these episodes can all be more than an hour. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just liking this format. Um, <clears throat> I encourage y'all, if y'all want to read the text or hear somebody to read it to you and have it all sound good, I, I encourage you to go to the Bible app. Go to the Bible app, download it. U version app and then go to the new living translation i like that guy's voice the best and they have like the dramatic music in the background and everything so um there you go <clears throat> he'll read to you and then i'll read it to you a second time <clears throat> and uh comment as i go and read these tony evans uh commentary <clears throat> why am i throw always want to start tripping like right as i start uh doing this recording where's my water i got some water somewhere here we go got some water bam for those y'all watching this on ig later on you can see i got the kc royals uh stadium in the background it was crazy i'll say real quick i'm i'm more still like a cardinals i'm slowly becoming a kansas city Homer Nate, like this is slowly becoming my home. I've been here since 2010, off and on. I lived down in Denver for a while, in Michigan for a little bit, in Illinois for college and all that. But like Kansas City's been my home for like since 2010. And I grew up in St. Louis, but yeah, I'm starting to become more of a Royals and Chiefs fan, slowly but surely. It's wild that they started winning like when I came here. I don't know. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. I like to think not. All right, here we go. Chapter 29. Jacob resumed his journey and went to the eastern country. He looked and saw a well in a field and three flocks, three flocks of sheep were lying there beside it because the sheep were watered from this well. Why three sheep? Interesting. Three flocks. Why three flocks? But a large stone covered the opening of the well. The shepherds would roll the stone from the opening of the well and water the sheep when all the flocks were gathered there. Then they will return the stone to its place over the well's opening. Verse four, Jacob asked the men at the well, my brothers, where are you from? We're from Haran, they answered. Do you know Laban, grandson of Nahor? Jacob asked them, they answered, we know him. Do you know Laban, grandson of Nahor? Jacob asked them, they answered, we know him. Is he well? Jacob asked, yes, they said. And here is his daughter, Rachel, coming with his sheep. Where's the music? Cue the music. Cue the, oh, yeah, the Kiki Shepherd. Oh, that's that's the perfect music we need. To, I need to find the music for Kiki. I'm going to find the Kiki Shepherd music. Uh, for those of y'all who used to watch Showtime at the Apollo, it's Showtime at the Apollo tonight. I remember me and my homeboy, uh, Kenny, Kenny, we used to stay up in middle school. I used to spend the night at his house and Showtime with Apollo would come on at like midnight or something crazy. And we would just watch it. Um, yeah, I used, it's crazy. I got some cousins that were on Showtime and Apollo back in the day. 
uh, some Yanties that sing. They can sing. They don't just sing. They can sing. Anyway, um, shout out to them. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, anyway, there was this lady named, this beautiful woman named Kiki Shepard. They used to come out. And she's like the Banner White of Showtime at the Apollo. And she's like, Kiki Shepard. I don't even know what Kiki did. She bring out the uh, the little lucky uh, wood, the tree that they used to bring out. They used Because people used to rub their hands on it. For those of y'all who never seen Showtime at the Apollo, like they used to bring out this tree. And like everyone that came to perform would rub on the tree before they went on stage for like good luck or whatever. And then you had the Sandman that came out. If you got booed off stage and they got wah, wah. Anyway. Sorry. Kiki Shepard. Cue to Kiki Shepard music. Yes, they said. And here is his daughter, Rachel, coming with his sheep. Verse seven. Then Jacob said, look, it is still broad daylight. It's not time for the animals to be gathered. Water the flock, then go out and then let them get graze. Hmm. It's not time for the animals to be gathered. There's so much imagery here. I feel like foreshadowing is like, yeah. And in verse eight, but they replied, we can't until all the flocks have been gathered and the stone is rolled from the well's opening. Then we will water the sheep. I just read that. My bad, y'all. Verse nine, while he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with his father's sheep for she was a shepherdess. As soon as Jacob saw his uncle Laban's daughter, Rachel was his sheep. As soon as Jacob saw his uncle Laban's daughter, y'all gotta forgive me. I'm like running on like no sleep. I really need to go to sleep as soon as it's done. As soon as Jacob saw his uncle Laban's daughter, Rachel with his sheep, he went up and rolled the stone from the opening and watered his uncle Laban's sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept loudly. Mm, where did he kiss her? Well, it says, and he lifted his voice and wept. He told Rachel that he was her father's relative, Rebecca's son. She ran and told her father. It's a lot of dramatics going on here. <sighs> Let's see, what did the notes say down here? Jacob resumed his journey. Through providential circumstances, he met Rachel, a woman of Laban's household, part of his extended family. The scene is similar to that preceding Isaac and Rebecca's meeting. Rachel, like Rebecca, proved her own industrious character by leading her sheep, even while the other shepherds were lazily lounging. She's a Proverbs 31 woman. She was the other shepherds out there chilling and she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. All right. The stones covering wells in those days were intentionally large, meant to be moved by several men. But Jacob, smitten with, smitten with love upon seeing the beautiful Rachel, shifted the thing all on his own. Mm, he's showing off his muscles, his muscles. He's showing off the muscles. Hercules, Hercules. All right. Let me turn some heat on. It's kind of cold in here. I can imagine that's how Rachel was. Hercules, Hercules. Watch him. Watch him all get all sweaty. Moving that stone. Hey, stone. All right, let's go. <laughs> all right, it's late, y'all. I'll start talking crazy when it's late. All right, Jacob deceived. Mm, Jacob gets a taste of his own medicine. That's what the heading should be. Verse 13. 
When Laban heard the news about his sister's son, Jacob, he ran to meet him, hugged him and kissed him. Then he took him to his house and Jacob told him all that had happened. <clears throat> Laban got a twinkle in his eye. He's like, oh, I got a worker. That's what that's what Laban thinking. <clears throat> I got me a little slave here and I'm going to use my beautiful daughters. He, you know, Laban was scheming already. Verse 14, Laban said to him, yes, you are my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with him a month, Laban said to him, just because you're my relative, should you work for me, work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Wink, wink. Now, Laban had two daughters. The older was named Leah and the younger was named Rachel. Leah had tender eyes, but Rachel was shapely and beautiful. Kind of like Kiki Shepherd. All right, so um, it says shapely and beautiful. Wow. Jacob loved Rachel, so he answered Laban, "I'll work for you seven years for your younger daughter Rachel. Seven years. Seven years. It's a long time. It's a long time. I don't know any women out there that I work seven years for, just to get." I can think of one right now off the top of my head, but she kind of out of my league. So anyway, all right, verse 21. Uh, then Jacob said to Laban, since my time is complete, give me my wife so I can sleep with her. Mm. See, he wouldn't like, <laughs> uh, can go to, all right. What's wild is I was just having, we, I was having, I'm mean, having some really good conversations with some friends mostly ladies i have these platonic friendships with women because men i don't know it's weird dudes it's like they just don't be talking about this kind of stuff and don't really want to talk about feelings for real for real i don't know i haven't really met any it's kind of awkward when you go there i don't know it's easier for me to talk to women about this kind of stuff and um we've had some great conversations about this exact topic related to um marriage and a lot of people just getting married to just so they can uh, have sex. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to go that deep in that right now, but this is interesting. It's an interesting story. I'll have to come back to it later. <clears throat> I need some water. All right, where was I? Where was I? Yeah. Give me my wife so I can sleep with her. So Laban invited all the men of the place and sponsored a feast. That evening, Laban took his daughter Leah and gave her to Jacob, and he slept with her. And Laban gave his slave Zilpah to his daughter Leah as her slave. Verse 25. When morning came, there was Leah. So he said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? Wasn't it for Rachel that I worked for you? Why have you deceived me? I'd be mad. I'd be heated. Laban answered, It is not the custom in this place to give the younger daughter in marriage before the firstborn. You already knew that, Laban. You already knew that. Why didn't you say that in the beginning? Complete this week of wedding celebration, and we will also give you this younger one in return for working yet another seven years for me. 
verse 28. And Jacob did just that. He finished the week of celebration and Laban gave him his daughter, Rachel, as his wife. And Laban gave his slave, Bila, to his daughter, Rachel, as her slave. Jacob slept with Rachel also, and indeed, he loved Rachel more than Leah. And he worked for Laban another seven years. Jacob's sons, verse 31. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her once again. For whatever reason, polygamy was accepted back then. But as you can see, we're going to have some problems. We're going to have some problems when you get multiple wives. You're going to have some problems. It's already hard enough to have one wife. Why would you want want two? I don't get that. Hey, that's between y'all and God. All right, verse 31. Then the Lord saw the Leah. Leah was unloved. He opened her womb. But Rachel was unable to conceive. I win. This this story sounds very familiar. Haven't heard this one before. Verse 32. Leah conceived, gave birth to a son, and named him Reuben. Reuben stuttered. <laughs> he could sing. No. For she said, the Lord has seen my affliction. Surely my husband will love me now. It's a classic story. Of, like, you can't trap a man. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Verse 33, she conceived again and gave birth to a son and said, the Lord heard that I am unloved and has given me this son also. So she named him Simeon. Verse 34, she conceived again, gave birth to a son and said, at last, my husband will become attached to me because I have borne three sons for him. What more do you want from me, Jacob? That's the uh, Tyrese interpretation. All right. Therefore, he was named Levi. The name Levi sounds like attached to. I wonder if this is the same Levi that was the priest that Hannah ends up seeing in the temple. I don't think it's the same Levi. I think it's a different Levi. All right, verse 35. And she conceived again. That's sometimes hard in the Bible. It's like some names that are repeated more than once. And so you got to know which one is who. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know. There's no other Aaron though. That's one thing I know I can say about in the Bible. I don't know. I've never. I don't think. I've not. I've yet to see another Aaron in the Bible. There's only one Aaron, Moses' brother. So I'm kind of special in that way. Not kind of. I am special. There's only one Aaron in the Bible. Verse 35. Yeah, and she conceived again, gave birth to a son, and said, "This time I will praise the Lord." Therefore, she named him Judah. That's some beautiful. I love that name, Judah. So strong. The name Judah sounds like praise. That's uh, what the note said down in the footnote. Then Leah stopped having children. She's like, I'm done. I have four kids. Fulton no more. This dude hasn't gotten the point picture yet. Still cares about Rachel more than me. That's it. Gonna tighten it up. Shut it down. Shut it down. Anyway, all right. Let's see here. Or was it God that caused her to stop having children? Anyway, it doesn't say. She probably just like, yeah, I'm done. I wonder what that was like. Did that mean they just stopped, you know, having relations or like because there was no birth control back then, as far as I know. So I guess she just stopped. Yeah. Doing you know what? 
All right, Laban rushed to Jacob, hugged him, and took him to his house. I'm reading the notes here. On the surface, Laban seemed to treat Jacob like close family. Yet when Jacob requested to marry his beloved daughter, Laban set him up. Jacob agreed to work for seven years to afford a dowry for Laban's younger daughter, Rachel. The years flew by for Jacob because of his love for her. On the honeymoon, Jacob found that Laban had given him his daughter, Leah, instead. Jacob's surprise at seeing Leah's face in dawn's light is captured in what has to be the most profound understatement in the Bible. When morning came, there was Leah. <laughs> Laban had outtricked his nephew in much the same way that Jacob had manipulated his older brother Esau. The younger and the older had been swapped, except this time Jacob was on the short end of the trick. He was experiencing what the Apostle Paul calls the law of sowing and reaping. Yep, what goes around comes around, as the world says. Uh, our actions, righteous or unrighteous, will always bear fruit in keeping with the roots. Man, this was crazy. Everything we do, everything we say, everything is like we're constantly sowing seeds all throughout our day. Even if we don't think we we think we're sowing so we we're sowing seeds all the time. Like so, Lord, I repent right now for any seeds that I've sown that just are bad or are in bad ground. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, them seeds that the good seeds sown in the good ground, I pray that they would reap a harvest, God. And I need your help, God. I need your help, big time especially as a single man right now. All right, so Jacob, realizing he had no basis for righteous anger, accepted the marriage to Leah. Yeah, he, he couldn't complain, but he was still, yeah, but he was still in love with Rachel. It's crazy how love will blind you. It will cause you yeah, infatuation, make you do some wild stuff. So he agreed to marry her too for another seven years of labor. Leah and Rachel, competing for Jacob's affection, began a race to produce children. Their sons would ultimately become the patriarchs of the 12 tribes of Israel. God, recognizing that Leah was unloved, opened her womb before Rachel's. The first child she named Reuben, which sounds like she, which sounds like has seen my affliction. And the Hebrew, it, sound, it means, which sounds like has seen my affliction in the Hebrew language. Boy. This suggests that in spite of the loveless relationship with her husband, Leah expressed faith in God, believing that he knew the reality of her circumstances. She named the second son Simeon, which sounds like has heard. Again, Leah knew that God had loved her, even though Jacob had not. With the birth of his third son, Levi, whose name sounds like attached to in Hebrew, Leah hoped that Jacob would develop an attachment to her. But he wouldn't. So with son number four, Judah, which sounds like praise, Leah turned her full attention to God. She chose to praise God despite her challenges. So I'm going to close on that, God, on, on the prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. I, I just pray that we would have a heart like Rachel. I mean, like, uh, sorry, Leah, with her fourth, fourth child, Judah. She turned our attention completely to you. Help us to turn our attention completely to you to praise you despite our circumstances, Lord. Right now, I can relate to Leah. Um, I'm not trying to have no more kids right now. I already got four. You already know my heart, God. But, I mean, if it's your will for me to have more, then, yeah, I need an angel visitation or something like that. 
But uh, Lord, you know I would really like a wife. I miss having relations. I'm a single man, a celibate for going on two years. Divorce three or over almost going on four. And this is a struggle. Every day is a struggle. Temptation is everywhere. It's everywhere. And I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that help me to keep my focus on you. Keep my attention on you. For those out there who are waiting on a spouse, who are single and celibate and have been holding on, who have been, um, as in James uh, was talking about, who have uh, been patient and enduring to this trial of single and celibacy, I pray that they will get reap a harvest, a blessing, tenfold, God, a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. Um, see, dropping my phone, getting serious. A thousandfold, Lord. And I just pray when that day comes, Lord, when they do finally, because, um, Lord, if it's, yeah, your will for them to ultimately get married, God, there's some people that really love to get married and they've been waiting, holding out. I pray when that day comes, Lord, that they would that they would just appreciate it that much more and they would just be like, it was worth it. It was worth it. All those nights of avoiding masturbation, all those nights of avoiding pornography, all those nights of avoiding one night stands, all those nights of um, of crying and tears and hugging pillows in the middle of the night and seeing their friends with looking all happy on social media and having hot girl summers on the beach with their husbands. In the name of Jesus, bless these folks who are holding out with being patient and show them, Lord, um, it's not even about the husband, God, or the wife. You desire, you're doing something new in them that's transforming, that's making, I feel like I'm being made new. I'm being crunched on all sides. I'm learning to not make an idol out of a woman, um, out of, and I rebuke the lies of the world that try to say that, oh, you're just suppressing all your feelings, all these emotions, and you need to let them out. Lord, that's, that's, I respect the opinion of the world, Lord, but we, we, we follow a God who is miraculous, like, Lord, you call us to some to do something amazing that is above and beyond anything that we could even ask. Um, you you ask us, you, you put these burdens on us, God, that are more than we can bear, so that when we do bear them, as we bear them, God, as we endure the trial, God, that we can boast in that I'm not doing this in my own strength, because if the burden was strong enough for me to bear, then I will be doing it in my own strength. But the fact that this burden is so great, God, being a single father and missing my kids and missing being married and being in this car for 12 hours a day. And and yes, all this, all the child support, all of it, God, being single, celibate, it's a lot. But the only thing that's sustaining me, the only thing that's helping me stay strong during this time is you, God. And I rebuke that lie that I'm going to just cave in and do something wild and just completely lose it, God. No matter what, you're the one who sustains it. The Holy Spirit that does his work in me, that gets the glory, gets the honor, gets the praise. And I would choose to boast in you and to not be discouraged. I encourage, we encourage, I encourage, I pray a blessing over all those people out there who were going through the same fight, the hours, the days, the minutes, the years, the months of just, being faithful, God. You didn't call us to perfection. You called us to faithfulness and obedience, God. And the only way I can obey you and be faithful to you is through your Holy Spirit so that I can't boast 
it's crazy too because i was looking at this trash can and it was like these dirty drawers that were just in the dumpster and i'm just thinking like that's like with me trying to like strive in my work and trying to like be the perfect christian is like it's like them dirty drawers that was sitting on the top of that dumpster today at the gas station right before i came home and so lord help me to not be like them dirty drawers lord help me to just rest in you god and to be clothed in the white robes of salvation unstained and um i thank you lord i don't even understand how the world rest at night god because to put your faith in this world system and all the lies that the, the deception that's out here god is so much deception there's so many lies satan is deceiving people left and right he's deceived me before but he's not again not again i'm not going for that again i'm not gonna fall for the pits traps and even when the when i do have a snare around my foot in the name of jesus lord i overcome we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the, and the word of our testimony so i'm gonna give a testimony i look forward to the day when i'm standing face to face with you and this new bride god that you put in my life lord if it's your will and we'll be able to sit side by side and just tell our testimonies of how we like the lord orchestrated our steps and brought us together and i just look forward to that um i look forward to if you show will for me to have more children god even though everything in me is like i don't know about all that i'm 34 i already got four kids on child support i pray that your will be done not mine and i pray that i run the journey that you have for me i pray that help me to stay focused like a horse with the bridle it's so easy to look at to the left and to the right and see what other people doing out here and things that, that seem like the lord's work i want to run the race that you have set before me i want to stay in my lane god as the people say help me to stay in my lane and help me to look at my own plate without looking at other people's plate letting my food get cold so in the name of jesus i pray in the name of Jesus, that same thing for everybody that's listening bless them give them the strength to endure under the sound of my voice and those that don't know you god in the name of jesus i pray for salvation I pray that they will come to know you as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They will cry out to you. They will call out to you. And they would just be like, Lord, if you're real, if you are who Aaron says you are, make yourself real to me. Reveal yourself to me. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, I love you. I pray for you. If you, there's something you want me to pray for you, I love to pray. I'm a prayer warrior. I, I pray all the time. I'm in this car. All I got time for is prayer. So, if you have a prayer request, send me a DM on my Instagram, or you can send me an email to chewthebible at gmail.com. Um, and I would love to pray for you. I actually, I'm, I'll actually say the prayer request on a podcast next time. I won't, um, if you want to be anonymous, I won't say your name, but I'll say the prayer request and I'll give like, give me like an, a nickname or initial or something like that, um, some initials. Uh, so that I can say the prayer requests out loud and other people that listen to this prayer request all around the country. We got people in Bangladesh. We got people in, you know, the UK, Canada listening to this, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't hurt to have more prayers because the prayers of the righteous avail as much. The, the effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous man work. They avail as much they work they turn situations around they like like guys about to execute some judgment for some things that you did 
and somehow I don't understand how it works, but something about intercession, intercession works. Uh, young lady, uh, we're just talking about that today. She's like, did you know, I didn't know this. I just, I didn't, I didn't, I was being quiet. I was just listening. Um, uh, my homie Shawnee, my friend Shawnee on here. She was like on, uh, I was on, I snuck in the clubhouse today in this group and she's like, did you know that, um, did you know that Esther was an intercessor? She's like, I did not know that. I read that Esther story and heard it so many times. I didn't know she was in. I didn't know that either. I'm going to have to go back and read that. So I was I was being a little too prideful. I didn't open my mic up to say, you know, you know how you are. You want to act like you know something. You don't know nothing. Um, there's so many things. That's the beautiful thing about Chew the Bible. As I go through this. Um, wow, we had 32 minutes about to shut it down. Um, as I go through this, I realize there's so much about the Bible I don't know. I learn something new every time I read this. So go read it, study it. People want to say that the Bible is antiquated and attack it because they've never read it for themselves. If you actually read the Bible from cover to cover for yourself, you wouldn't be saying the things that you're saying. And if you do, it's you miss something. Just when you read it, ask the Lord to speak to you. That's all I can say in a real way, in a tangible way. And he will, he will. Trust me, he will. His word, his word, word, word does not return void. All right, God bless y'all. I love y'all. I'm going to shut it down. We set a record, y'all. 33 minutes. 33 minutes. Oh, we're going to stop at 34 because your boy is 34. So we, we got 50 seconds. What we can talk about 50 seconds? I'm gonna start praying in spirit for 50 years. Lord, I just pray blessings, 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 blessings over those listening, God, those that don't know you, God, those people that I saw today, all those people that. I left notes for, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that they would come to know you as the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray for revival in Kansas City starting today. There'd be a revival. Christians all around Kansas City would, there'd just be an earthquake, God, because of the prayers that are going on here. They'd be like, what is going on here? Um, In the name of Jesus, I pray. Mighty name of Jesus. Your kingdom come. Our Father, our, our Father, that that art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread but forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one for thine is the kingdom the power the glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever 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 amen i y'all i'm up me mm-hmm.
Your 